Hear me out, y'all. Kyrie Irving asked for a trade. Again, I think this is the second time that he's asked for a trade. And I kind of am confused about this. All right, so they won 12 games straight when he came back. So having Kevin Durant, him, and Simmons, as well as the other cast and role players, you got Seth Curry, all those players right there playing together, they looked like they were an unstoppable team. And I feel like in the playoffs, they would have been great as well. Not only do you have championship experience on the team, but you do have perimeter defense when it comes to having Simmons. And then you have an offensive arsenal with Durant and Irving. So those are two people right there that can average 30 points in any series. So why would you ask for a trade now? Well, the reason why from what Woe said is because of the contract. So Kyrie Irving wants a contract extension. And that contract extension, the one that they offered him, for one, it wasn't for the amount of years that he wanted for what sources are saying. Plus, there was a real big issue. There were clauses in there for the Nets to get out of it. And that's the smartest shit they ever did. Good job, Nets. Because we already know that Kyrie Irving, he is a real deep brother. He's a brother that's trying to find meaning and understanding of being an African-American in this country. And I understand that plight because I went through my own journey, but I'm a little older than Kevin, than Kyrie Irving. So I kind of already had that journey, came to understand it and continue to fight for social justice. But that's not just the reason why he would not play games. He won't play games for personal reasons. He won't sign with teams because of a feeling that he has. It seems like he's a very emotional brother, a very in touch brother. So if you disrespect him or show him any type of weakness or he don't like the coach or he don't like players that's with him, he's going to ask for a trade. So why would you hit your wagon to something like that? I know he's not the oldest dude in the league, but you can get draft capital, capital, younger players, and be able to rebuild because the Nets are going for total rebuild. If they trade Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant is not signing there. Because remember, Kyrie Irving, he requested a trade, and so did Kevin Durant. So you can build around Ben Simmons, but Ben Simmons don't fucking shoot. So what are you really going to do? It's a tough situation. I do not feel bad for the Nets. Because they should have traded his ass last year. But they are playing hardball. They are sitting there. They didn't trade him last year when he requested it. They said, we're keeping him. He's part of our team. He's going to play when he played. They suspended him. So I really do like what the Nets are doing. And Kyrie Irving's the type of cat where every couple of months, he's going to have something controversial to say. He's kind of in that uh, Kanye West kind of realm, right? That sick and shut in list per the read. <laughs> Shout out to Reed Podcast. There, he's in the sick and shut in list. His ass should be somewhere else. He should be sitting there in the background, really shouldn't have access to a lot of different social media platforms. And I'm not saying that what he does is always completely wrong or what he says is wrong and having emotional flight or plights about what's going on in our society in terms of police brutality. All of that shit is right. And I feel exactly where you're coming from. But after we've had so many things happen to us, like George Floyd, I still had to take my black ass to work the next day and the next week. He took off a whole month. I can't get down with that, man. I know, you know, you have ownership, you have a lot of money, you own businesses and you help a ton of people. But you got to remember that you also have a job and you're also a professional and you can affect people more by going to work and speaking during press conferences. The better you play, the more people want to talk to you. So that's just my personal opinion. Now, where should he get traded if they decide to trade him? Because his ass is grass. They're going to trade him. They, not, they might not trade him before the deadline, but they're going to trade him this season. Because he's uh, not a free agent until next summer. And I think he's going to cause too many problems. So get him out of there. There's a few teams. Now, the Dallas Mavericks is one. As you guys know, I already live in Dallas. 
uh, my uh, big homie Wayne, he lives in Atlanta. So me, I live in Dallas. And living in Dallas, I already made a video. Check it out. Link right here. You know, you can see the little post up there. We talked about Luka and how Luka is going to waste his prime with the Dallas Mavericks because they're notorious for not really getting a lot of players that are high caliber players. And I don't understand because for one, Texas does not have any state income. Oh, great. But two, the housing market down here is not the best in the world, but it's not bad. But three, there's a lot of stuff that's illegal here that you really can't do or stuff that you don't need licenses for. The weed thing is a diff is definite issue, but there's multiple states around here. And I'm pretty sure a star athlete that does smoke is able to get whatever the hell he wants. So why wouldn't you want to come here? It seems like the owner wants to win. That's all he cares about is winning. And you have an owner that understands the tech business and knows how to run a business so you can build off of that and get mentorship with that. So if I'm Kyrie Irving, I'm like, shit, I might as well just get traded. And Dallas have the draft capital. I mean, it's not like they don't have draft picks for one. And it's not like they don't have players that you can trade for. And wouldn't it be kind of like a little bootleg, you know, with Christian Wood, you got Luca, and then you have Irving there. That would be kind of like a bootleg big three, <laughs> kind of like what you had with the Cavaliers back when Kyrie Irving played with them. Or the other trade option would be if he goes... And he gets traded to the Lakers, which is actually what I would like because as a Laker fan, I damn sure want him there because I understand the magic that can happen. If Kyrie stays healthy and he doesn't get suspended for some old crazy shit that he said or did or tweeted, he is dominant. He's averaging 27 points a game, y'all. 27 points. Now, with that much time off, yeah, you, your body should be healed. You should be dominating. But he has been putting up Hall of Fame type numbers right now. Great numbers. So pairing him with LeBron, AD, and Hoochie Mama, not to mention, they, I don't think they would trade Beverly. They're going to trade Westbrook and a couple other players, probably maybe Reeves, but I, I, and I don't want them to do that. But let's say they could just keep a lot of their core together and get some guys, you know, that's, you know, maybe in the G League or some older players are still out there. Free agency and some cats out there. You can have a hell of a team and they would be favored in the West. Think about it. Memphis, they just lost to the Cavaliers, but Memphis has been up and down all year. I mean, the Nuggets, do you really fucking believe in them, man? Let's be quite honest. I do not believe in the Nuggets. I've seen them fall and falter multiple times. And I just don't believe that. I, like, I believe Jokic. <laughs> I think he's a monster. And I believe Murray's a monster too. But that team is too tall. And as a real short motherfucker, I'm telling you, that team is just too tall. I don't like the guards. So I know like they're number one in the West right now, but I don't believe them. Believe in them. I mean, what are the teams that you really have out there in the West? I think that if you had LeBron, AD, Kyrie Irving, trade them this week, give them some time to jail. You know, Kyrie's like, I apologize to LeBron already. So he's been talking about LeBron being the best player. Real happy for him. Imagine if you did that trade before the trade deadline and then LeBron breaks the record, the scoring record next Thursday. Man, you want to talk about headlines, news? That's a good job right there. But the thing is, man, the Lakers, y'all don't know this probably, but the Lakers are one of the brokest teams right now in the NBA. Their owner is not rich. Jeannie Buss is not a rich person. Compare, you know, compared to us, you know, she's balling out the motherfucking troll. But compared to everyone else, like other owners in the NBA, she doesn't have that much money. And I don't think it's a money thing. I think it's a fact that you already know that LeBron is going to end up 
retiring or leaving the team soon. I would say three, four years at the max. AD, he's a liability. He gets injured a lot, right? And AD is a phenomenal player. To me, he's like really, really, really close to like the Greek freak, but just not as, you know, strong and healthy as the Greek freak. And that's what people were saying. People were saying AD was going to be the best player in the league, yo, after they won the championship in the bubble. So you got AD there, you got LeBron there. Those are two older players. So who, what are you going to do in terms of building? Well, the Lakers ain't really known for drafting nobody. They drafted Magic and shit, and I think they drafted Worthy, but they draft and get a lot of free agents because it's, you know, it's L.A. But let's be honest, y'all. L.A. is not what it used to be, right? I mean, yeah, okay, yeah. L.A. is still a place where they make movies and a lot of movies, but shit, they make movies in Atlanta too, bro. Just saying. L.A. is very, very expensive. They got a big, giant homeless problem. I was just there. My peoples used to live there. They got a lot of problems in L.A. L.A. is fun. L.A. is great. L.A. is a place where a lot of business get done. But this is the social media era. This is the era of the internet. This is the virtual reality era that's coming up, you know? This gen these generations, they do a lot of business, and you got people that's popular all over the world, bro, don't matter where you are, because we all got high, powerful internet and connectivity through our phones. So you can become a star no matter what state you live in. So why would you go join a cheaper owner and then a, a team that really doesn't have a lot of talent? So I understand why Genie Bus, the GM, the team doesn't really want to get rid of those picks. And that's going to be a big problem because you're giving away picks. You're kind of saying, ah, fuck the future. Fuck those picks, right? Yeah, but the Rams did that too. Now look at them. Sean McVay almost left. Not to be just, you know, moving to the NFL, but let's be honest. Sean McVay almost left because he was like, yo, I don't want to be here for a rebuild. And he's right. Agent quarterback, agent team, agent stars. Those cats don't look the same no more. The energy is not there. You have to supplement your team with talent in the draft and then hope that you hit, then sign veteran, mid-levels, and maybe a few high-level free agents. That's the same thing that's going on in the NBA. So if you trade, the Lakers trade for Irvin. They're not going to have those picks because the Nets want those picks and probably a lot more. They already traded a ton of second round picks, but I don't think nobody really get, care too much about that in terms of teams. So you got to really think about that. Like, I'm going to sacrifice my future. And what about if you had the chance to, you're going to be so bad when LeBron leaves. You're going to be so bad when it's just AD, right? And Kyrie Irving, you can't count on him. At least you could count on Westbrook, Westbrook playing. Westbrook is going to play. Sorry, I call him Westbrook. Westbrook is going to play. He going to play. He don't give a shit. Injured? No. I respect that man for that. But everything else is kind of not there. So you're going to give up your future for the present? Yeah, because you never know what's going to happen with those picks. You could have the first pick in the draft and he'd be a bust because you picked the wrong person. Or you could have the fifth pick in the draft and pick a perfect player. Remember, Steph Curry was the seventh pick. So this shit is it's, it's, it's a science to scout. But it's also a crapshoot because there's so many factors and a lot of that shit is personal. What is his work ethic? What does he really want to do? Is the limelight in the city going to confuse him? There's so many different elements that you got to think of. So I understand the Lakers saying, oh, we don't want to make these picks, but you have to use LeBron's prime now because he will leave. And I'm pretty sure he won't go back to Akron. And I'm pretty sure the Cavaliers will figure out a way to draft his son if they can. And him. And Akron is exactly what they need.
and he might take less just off the fact that it's the home squad. I mean, him and Mitchell were close. You think him and Garland's going to have any problems? That's an unselfish team. Two big men, two guards. So you need is a small forward. And that's coming. He's leaving. That's happening. So what are you going to do? I think the best thing to do is try to get Kyrie Irving, win now, hang up another banner, and then you can probably buy a couple years of being like, we need to rebuild this thing. You can buy four or five years of rebuilding this thing. You get two championships with LeBron. He breaks the scoring record, does it in his own, you know, for that team that already had the scoring record. You can't really build stories like that. That's amazing. And he rehabs Kyrie Irving's image. I mean, come on, that's beautiful. But the smart thing for Kyrie Irving would be is to go to Dallas because not only do you get a young rising star that's not even entering his prime yet, but you also get an owner that's willing to spend money and you're in Texas. And Dallas is a fantastic city to live in, y'all. It really is. And Houston is a shot right over there. And there's so much opportunity out here. That's why a lot of people moving here. So I think the good money will be with Texas. You can talk about the Knicks. No, the Nets are not going to trade them there. To, to the Sixers, I don't see how that's even possible. Uh, to the Bucks, there's no fit there. I think the Greek freak would slam his ass. I think Greek freak is like, yo, we this is how we run. We, this is how we play. So there's not really a lot of other teams. I mean, maybe the Nuggets can make a trade. I think that'll be cool, right? So you have a legitimate second star there that can score 30 on them. But does he really want to be in Denver? Not going to Portland, obviously. Can't go with the young guns in Memphis. Can't go to the Warriors. So I just feel like that would be a great team to go to. And the Magic. They got, some, they got some young boys, but they're real young. So they got like four or five years before they hit their peak, before they really start rolling. Like kind of like the Warriors were, you know? And he would be like that older dude when they start hitting that peak and it just doesn't correlate. Plus they got a lot of guards over there with like Cole Anthony and shit. One of those guys, they could be extremely serviceable. So I'm not surprised that Kyrie Irving does this. Like I said, he's Kanye West to me. He's going to cause some issue every three or four or five months to get his name out there. It's like he's fucking promoting albums or something. And I can understand being disrespected, but he should understand that like, yo, he, they're right. Let me sign this puss contract, but let me make it two years, get the big bag, not mess it up, and then continue to roll. Because the Nets, that's the perfect opportunity to win a championship. 